0: This is Spark Business, the financial literacy podcast for entrepreneurs and wannabe entrepreneurs by the German Sparkassenstiftung in Western Africa, or DSIK for short. We want to spark your business. My name is Sherita Omolumo. I work with DSIK, and this podcast is all about financial literacy with a special focus on business. Today, we will be discussing a really interesting topic, a topic that is vast, current, and that we cannot avoid, especially in these times. And your guess is as good as mine if you said technology. That would be out of today. Um, to take us through technology, especially for businesses, you know this episode or this podcast is all about businesses technology in relation to businesses. We have um, a coach who has really interacted with businesses, small businesses, and has, has an idea of how small businesses can, how small businesses can include technology um, in their day-to-day um, affairs and how technology can help them improve upon their business or transform their business. Um, I'll let him introduce his, himself, what he does, um, his field of expertise, and how he can help us understand this topic better.
1: Okay, so um, thank you very much for having me here, Sharita. Um, so yes, my name is Philip Menta, Rupoti. I'm mainly into programs management, um, but with a focus on entrepreneurial capacity building um i do a bit of consulting as well on projects with a similar focus as a business coach and trainer for diverse organizations so i think then lastly by way of answering your question whether i can help today um you can consider me a bit of a technology enthusiast so let's hope that my insights today will be helpful to the discussion thank you (laughs)
2: that's
0: interesting And to support us as well, we have another business coach. He has also interacted with businesses, and you may have heard his voice in one of our episodes. Augustine, you're welcome once again.
3: Thank you very much, Arita, and very happy to be here once again.
0: Okay, so let's let's go into knowing how um, businesses currently, how is the environment of businesses, small businesses adopting technology. when it comes to technology? Do they include it in their businesses? Do they think it's a must have? How do they, do they appreciate technology?
1: Okay, so I think before I even delve into the question, I think there's, you mentioned rightly at the start that technology is very vast, it's a very vast topic. And I think to start on the best note, I think we'd better to put it in the right context. So as I said, technology can be very vast, but I think for this discussion, and especially because you are considering small businesses, we can look at it, maybe narrow it down a bit. So when we talk about technology and business, um, a lot of them we can consider from two main categories. The first is the angle of digitalization or in the form of machinery. So what do I mean by these two concepts? So when you talk about digitalization, we are talking about, basically, the business trying to maybe transform the entire business process, mainly by leveling on what's digital technology. And usually you find they do this to increase the efficiency or to acquire more opportunities. So an example of this can be someone picking the normal brick and mortar business and taking it more or less online. So now they have access. So using digital tools like the social media platforms, you find they now have access to a new market base that is online. Now, that is one way. Um, you typically find these entrepreneurs embracing or adopting technology into their business. Another way is by the use of machinery for their processes. So someone like a fashion designer who started with uh, olden days butterfly, the cute machines, and now she's gone more advanced. She went from there to the electric um, sewing machine, then she moved on to the industrial sewing machine, and then now she said that was, there's a new one where there's touch you can. You can stack tech technology, so you can just pinpoint what you want done and everything gets done. So these are the two main angles that want us to really look at it in this context. Now, when it comes to their reactions to technology, you still find them in two main groups. The first group would be those who are technology averse. So these are people who are a bit resistant to change. You find them very hard pressed or more reluctant to embrace some of these things as they come into their business and the direct opposite of them you'd find are those who go hedging strong just to embrace technology and you find that for most of them you don't really consider whether or not it's a good fit for them they don't really look at the pros and, and cons of it they just go into it and embrace it so typically, these are the two groups of people i find when it comes to adopting technology in their business those that go into it headstrong, no considerations or very few considerations, and those that are really against it, also something forces them to really embrace it. Thank you.
0: Okay, um, Augustine, what has been your experience as well as a trainer um, with small businesses and the adoption of technology?
3: Okay, thank you, Charita. Um, Let us also consider it from this aspect. There are some times when you encounter some entrepreneurs and then they will just say, Why fix it if it is not broken? But then, then they realize, oh, okay, I have received a contract to produce, let's say 5,000 school uniforms for three different secondary schools. Now they are in a fix because they've been stuck with the old system of doing things. But if they had actually embraced technology, then they would have realized that it actually enhances productivity And then gives you an edge over your competitors but the aspect which um coach philip actually mentioned was you just don't go into adopting technology anyhow you know you should know which one fits you very well but it doesn't neglect the fact that the issue of technology is very very vital
0: It's really interesting um, that you mentioned the different aspects of technology and you contextualized it, especially to businesses, because one may think technology is just IT e-commerce platforms, but it goes beyond that. And I think that's something that we really do not consider as small businesses. Um, Further to that. What are some things that entrepreneurs need to analyze or weigh when making a decision to invest? Because you said, you just don't jump with any tide. You need to find the, suit- the the suitable one for your business. How do you do that? How do I know A is good for me, B is not good for my business? How do I know this would propose my business or this would draw me back?
1: Great. So... I think I find these are really serious concerns a number of entrepreneurs go through. And you would find some even have some really interesting um, considerations they make and then they just zoom into it. So some would be looking at efficiency. as this new technology I'm bringing on board going to be more efficient for me? And they do the way the pros and cons. Okay, currently this is my production capacity. When I get this machine, it can increase it. So for them, it's a plus, it's a win win. An increased production means would probably increase sales so they just go in for it. But here's the case this person is what's forgetting the issue about cost. So let me put this into better context about someone who the same person fashion business. Um so she was looking at her production process. So using um the electronic sewing machine at the time and she realized that for the longest time anytime she's working on the heavier fabrics she has difficulty with them because the machine cannot work on them. So she tries to go for, she wants a machine that can really work on the heavier fabric she is currently working with. So she weighs the cons and she says there's a new machine, the industrial machine, and it can do all of the things she wants to do. It has a plus of increasing her productivity and she can now work on the fabric she cannot want to work on. So now she goes in for that based on that uh, considerations alone. And now working with it true to uh, fact, um, it worked out how she expected. Productivity increased. She can now work on the heavier fabrics. But now one thing she did not foresee was the increased cost. So at the end of the month, you find her seriously complaining about electricity bills. And it became a headache for her. It got to a point she really wanted to put that machine aside and go back to her first lab, that's the electronic machine. So yes, there, there are a number of considerations and uh, key among which is I would say productivity will it increase your efficiency now what are the additional costs this um, new technology will come up with financial cost monetarily, how will it cost you additionally have you asked yourself when this machine breaks down how are you going to get it fixed are there spare parts available have you considered that second have you considered the skill level required there are some things that, okay, it comes to the manual, you just read through and you can easily use it. There are some to that require a bit more sophisticated and you may need to get some additional training or even probably have to even hire an expert with certification and thorough background on its usage before you can use them. So that's also another thing you, can, you really need to consider. So I think top of my head, um, those would be the really key things. The efficiency, the cost, availability of the parts, and then also the skill level required in using it.
0: Augustine, he has mentioned the few that have come up to him um, at the top of his mind, as he just said. Um, Are there other aspects? We don't want to miss out on anything because we know that technology, we can't do without, so we need to get it right. Are there other things we need to look at?
3: Yeah, I I would probably add just one thing to it. And from the introduction that Philip made, You could see that it increases production which invariably is expected to have a a corresponding increase in sales but that should also come with caution example if you are comparing yourself to your competitors probably your competitor might be using technology because he has a bigger market reach when you consider your production assuming you produce let's say 100 items and it takes a month before all the items have been sold out you don't go acquiring a technology that will make you produce thousand. And in almost a year, you still have all these items sitting in your company. In that case, it doesn't become useful. So in, in, in as much as he said, you should see how effective and how efficient that technology will be for you. Sometimes it depends on the capacity. There are some machinery that produces more. Sometimes there are some that produces less. So you have to know how your market moves before you introduce that particular type of technology, be it digital or machinery.
1: Okay. So I think I'd like to add one more thing just on the back of something um, Augustine said. So he mentioned that, how is it you, you put it? So this is the issue of relevance. You mentioned that if something is not broken, why fix it? So I think one important consideration is the relevance. Are you ready for it? Is it relevant? So you're running a business in a particular way. um, You find out that, okay, once I improve the machinery, there's a new machinery I can get that will probably increase my productivity to a certain level and all that. So you're like, okay, um, better is best. Or (laughs) the more efficient it is, the better for me. But now you look at your process, you really look at it, you realize that currently at your current production output you are not making a loss comparing it to your customer demand you are producing just enough to serve them and there's probably surplus so it's okay for now but because you you think okay there's a more effective one you go for it and then now you probably go produce more but you forget there's corresponding work to be done when you produce more because now probably you produce more if exceeded how many customers you have and probably if it's something that's perishable you find yourself on the losing end so i think relevance is also another factor we need to consider in as much as we want to move in with the times and stay abreast uh, really really need to consider the relevance of sex tech technology we are employing to our business as well so that's also the last one i wanted to chip in there before we move on
0: as a small business do your homework well don't just jump on any technological trend do what works for your business it needs to be efficient it needs to be effective for your business. It needs to be relevant. It needs to, you need to have the skills to be able to use that technology or machinery. And um, we don't want you to think that we are talking, the trainers are talking, they're just talking from their perspective. That's why we have brought in an entrepreneur to give her side of how technology has helped her, the mistakes she's made, the challenges she's Counted and so on and so forth about technology. Rita, welcome once again. Thank you. <laughs> Rita, we want to know how, you're a fashion designer, yeah. can you tell us how yeah. um, adoption of technology has changed your business over time?
2: Okay, so um, like Philip said, I started with the small butterfly hand sewing machine. It wasn't really effective and customers don't even trust the fact that you can do anything with that um one that's so manual and it takes a longer time to even finish a particular outfit. So I moved to the domestic electric machine and down to it has its own challenges. So I decided to go for the bigger one. Yeah, I think the bigger the better. And <laughs> <laughs> People trust the fact that you can work with it because you can't spend so much my money on a machine and then get sleep. So, I think it brought in the customers and the trust as well.
0: Um, Rita, I've noticed you changed two, from two machines to the third one. What could you have done differently? Because I mean, that's buying new machine, spending money to purchase new technology to make your work efficient. What are some things that you would do differently now, knowing what you know?
2: Okay, so knowing what I know, I think um, I wouldn't like to spend much money on um, buying things that um, wouldn't make my production effective. So I would go in for the effectiveness and then the fastness, like something which will let me finish my work faster. So rather than going through the process of wasting money on uh, buying the small machines and later migrating to the bigger one, I've learned to rather invest on getting the bigger ones now.
0: Um, Another question uh, that comes up is, how do you get to know that the faster one would be suitable. Can you share with small businesses the process? I want to skip that step of making that mistake. Mm-hmm. I want to get to the optimal machine that would help me, that would be suitable.
2: Okay. So I think it's the trend. So you see everybody using it. And for me personally, I had to go to a friend who has some already. And then I saw how effective her work Was and then the quality that the other bigger machine was producing. And so I wanted to produce the same thing. And at that time, too, I could afford it. So I went in for it. Okay,
0: one key thing I take personally before we come to our coaches is the affordability for your business to be able to purchase such a product. And also do your market research. She went, she had to go to visit a friend who is in the same business line as she is and try out the product to see the efficiency. But let me throw it back to our coaches. What could she have that difference? What do you, what are some things that you can pinpoint from what she has said?
1: Okay. So I I noticed um, she started off right. and As you brightly mentioned, she did the research. She checked on someone who has a similar technology to see how well it's working for them. And she also mentioned the fact that some things she liked about that particular technology. You mentioned the level of detail it adds to the outfits, and you really appreciate that. You think it's something your clients would love. Now, unless I'm mistaken, maybe those were probably the only considerations you made. And now maybe as a follow-up question, now, after you really bought that machine, so I love also the fact that you could afford it and not that you really had to break the business to go <laughs> buy that machine and then it's not working well. So you could afford it. So my question now is fine, you could afford it, you bought it. Now, in using it, you've, I'm, I'm sure you've really experienced the increase in detail, the quality of your works has improved. I'm sure you see that your efficiency has increased. You may even exaggerate to say it has doubled. <laughs> Now, my question is, how would this impact on your costs, the electricity bills? Have you considered that?
2: Hmm. Okay. It hasn't been easy. The electricity bill is way on the roof and is very high. And putting that one aside, the heat that the machine produces. So now you have to get a cooler for the motor. Okay. And going for that one to now... Um, technology changes every day, so you buy this today, and they are like, "No, you could have upgraded to this." So now there is a new model, so why not get that one? So it hasn't been easy, but still we are working with it, and it's effective.
1: So. I see. I I love that you could really come up with some of these genuine challenges. So now my follow up question would be: probably when you were doing the research or follow up with your friend. Did you ask about some of these things? So beyond what you saw, it's more efficient, quality has increased. Did you, it really occur to you to really consider some of those things? How is the heating? How is the repairs? How frequent does it break down? Did those things occur to you at the onset before you got the machine or it's only after experience that you got to know?
2: Okay, so it was only after experience. I think after experiencing the machine, I learned that even that machine comes with extra cause there's an oil a whole gallon of oil you have to pour in that machine and it has to be changed every three months which my domestic machine was not doing that to me I so see. now i've i've added extra cause because my friend's machine she didn't open it for me to see what was going on and that i just used it and then i enjoyed using it i didn't know what was going on and her space was bigger so the heat wasn't that much mine is smaller so i have to endure (laughs) (laughs) the heat that comes with it
1: oh nicely said um i love that all of these outcomes are, are really are really really showing themselves so I wanted to ask, so this is not really downplay on really getting better or improved equipment. So this is for the listeners out there. Um, someone could have genuinely gone for this and then even though the costs got higher, they probably find a way to really increase their, probably their price so that there's a match between that and the revenue. So I'm not sure you consider that. Someone could have done that being a mathematician that they are. Okay, so previously my costs were at this level. It cost me maybe this amount of money to produce it with the machines now the cost has increased so now let me increase my price now you go do that in hopes of really defraying your cost and now we have a customer problem whereby they cannot match that price as well so you see there are so so many considerations here it may look a bit cumbersome but this is something that you could easily put structure it put it down weigh the pros and cons, and you can figure out what best would work for you. The important emphasis here is, what would work for you?
3: Okay, so to add something small to what Philip um, said, it's just a simple question. Okay. And it will also be of help to our wannabe entrepreneurs. Okay. After acquiring the machinery, are you still producing on demand, or you sell some for display?
2: Um, I still produce on demand.
3: So it means afterwards, the machines are still idle.
2: Mm, because we are able to produce things faster and more efficient, customers keep coming. The referrals keeps going up. And so um, now we are getting more clients now. So we've even been able to acquire more.
0: That's <laughs> right,
2: yeah. I think this has been
0: really an interesting discussion and I'm really grateful for Rita because she has opened up our eyes to what really goes on into businesses, the challenges they face even with technology. Yes, technology is great, but today we have learned something important. Don't just follow the trend. What works for you, what works for your business? Do your research. Can you find the skills, the necessary skills or the maintenance required for that technology you're going into? Don't follow what others are doing. Work with what goes with your business. It's been such a great conversation. Thank you, Philip. Thank you, Augustine and Rita. Thank you so much. Thank you, too. To you, our listeners out there, we want to hear from you. We want you to share your experiences with us, with your businesses, how it has been, um, using technology, record keeping, um, coming up with business ideas, so on and so forth. We want you to share those experiences with us and to others out there who might want to start a business or learn from you and to do so. Send us an email to contact hyphen West Africa at DSIK. Dot DE. I take it again. Contact hyphen West Africa at DSIK. Dot